roll them into leather, clamping stuff, or lasers, clamping stuff. Just clamping. I said, I'm sorry, lad. Sod you, I'm going to school. <laughs> I thought I was unscammable. He got out of prison. Kids had just pissed all over it for years. Soft toothbrushes. Slow dripping one. Now then, thanks for joining us. This is the VHBBB podcast with me, Van Hemo, and the Babylon Bell brothers, Luke and Rich. Yes, we've got a guest. Hey, I've seen you before. It is. I mean, boys... Why don't you guys say it? Daddy! <laughs> Me. Welcome to the podcast, Steve Yay. Bell. It's Daddy yeah. Bell. Daddy Pop-a-bell. Bell, yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for the invite. Welcome, welcome. Yeah. We always knew you'd be on at some point. It's a dream come true to be on the VHBB podcast. Yeah. I'm sure you've always wanted to be on it. At one point, you potentially could have been on as a guest that's never been on a podcast before. Yeah, mm-hmm. could have, yeah. But now... As everyone can surely tell, with those professional tones, <laughs> you are a podcasting man. You know what you're doing. Well, you know, I pretend to know what I'm doing. Uh, Mo. We, di- we didn't have to send you a microphone in the post with instructions <laughs> no. of how to plug it into your computer. Yeah, I think that's why I'm a guest, to be honest with you. <laughs> it was nice and easy. Chief guest, he's got all the gear, get him on. What's the phrase, all the gear, no idea? Yeah. <laughs> Not in this case. Not in this case. So if you are thinking about becoming wanting to be a guest on the show, make sure you buy yourself a microphone, <laughs> good good pair of headphones, yeah. and we'll probably consider it. You need a fast internet connection, at least uh, 16 gigabytes of RAM. <laughs> no, it's good to have you on. We love having a guest. It definitely spices things up a bit. Yeah, well, it's my favourite podcast. So, hey! Um, listen to every episode. Good. Right, so should we get it out of the way quick? What's your podcast called? <laughs> uh, <laughs> my podcast is called The Three Northern Makers, available on all platforms. Yeah. It's about woodworking and making things. And there's me and there's Andy and Pierre, who both live in Sweden, on different sides of Sweden. Oh, and it comes yeah. out every Sunday. Oh. Give it a listen. Yeah. What time does it come out on a Sunday? Um, it's about <laughs> 7 o'clock on a morning, 8 o'clock Swedish time on a, on a Sunday morning. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We opted for the 5 a.m. <laughs> Try and get those those early commuters. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so that uh, people can listen to it in their workshop on a Sunday morning. Oh, of course, of cool. course, because oh. I take it a lot of your listeners do like wood. They love a bit of wood, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or they, or a lot of them into leather or lasers yeah. or whatever. They do all sorts of stuff. Ho, ho, ho. Creative, tool-based loveliness <laughs> i was thinking about you starting the, your pod and stuff mm. when when did you first get into podcasts or like f- hear about podcasts and stuff um i've, I've known about them for for quite a while and i used to listen yeah. to a few uh on the bbc and stuff like that um mm-hmm. and the sort of ricky gervais podcast and all the sort of those type of ones yeah um, so was, Had you listened to any independent ones with just random people? Um, not really, no. I'm trying to think of the first random one that I did. I, it, I think it was a woodworking one, an American woodworking podcast. Yeah. Because uh, there's loads Ooh. of them. Yeah. 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 There's only one three northern makers. There's only one three northern makers, yeah. <laughs> there's only one. <laughs> how, how have you found it so far? Uh, you've got quite a few episodes now, haven't you? Yeah, we'd, uh, we will be recording episode 13 tomorrow. 
Ooh, um, cool, so I've got double bubble on podcasting this week. And uh, yeah, yeah. I'll let you into a little secret. They messaged me this morning and said, Steve, do you think we could do the recording tonight instead of tomorrow? And I said, oh, no. <laughs> I said I'm sorry, lads, but I've got a prior commitment that I can't get out of. <laughs> Did you tell them it was another podcast? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> They'll hear it, I'm sure. I'll tell them, I'll tell them tomorrow. I'll, I'll confess. Yeah. We have we have the three northern makers confessional where you can go in and confess your mistakes. So I'll go in tomorrow and <laughs> tell them that. <laughs> He's been moonlighting on another yeah. podcast. Oh, Thirteen episodes in, he's already. <laughs> yeah. There is one thing about your podcast that really interests me, right? Because we don't have it, but something maybe we could look in. You've got um, a Discord channel, yes, where Disc- your fans come together and chat. Yeah, yeah. So. Mm. Um, that was uh, Andy's idea, and uh, yeah. I think they used it for work. Uh, I yeah. don't know what the in, in, the equivalent is in England that people use for like because of COVID to chat from office office workers. So yeah. they use Discord, and so he said, "Oh, we could set up a Discord community." So we have this Discord community, whereby um, we've got about fifty uh, odd people on it, I think, and uh, there's different yeah. channels. So help needed. Mm. So if you need help with something, you can put a post in there and then the other people will chip in trying to help you. We have uh, show and tell, you'd like that, Hemo, and uh, mm. where you can show people what you've been making or tell them what you're making. Uh, so there's various oh. different categories. And uh, you can also cool. have a voice thing on there and a video thing on there as well. Yeah. And right. uh, you can have it on your phone as an app on your phone or on your laptop. Yeah, I mean, I do have yeah. Discord. I use it for certain video game channels or yeah. just random yeah. pages. You do occasionally see on a website, join our Discord. Yeah. Or, or the po- a few of the pods I know have got yeah. Discords. Hmm. Um, I think, I think I don't know necessarily how you do it, but lots of people have theirs like paywalled, so you pay to join. Yeah, there, there okay. is an option to create like a, a paid area or a paid section to it all. We, we, we toyed with that idea, but I don't know that we're going to go down that route just yet. Wait until we're a bit bigger. Yeah, that's uh, it. But no, that's brilliant having people do that. Yeah. Um, how often yeah, do man, the stars of the show chat? Um, we, we chip in all the time with all the different people's yeah. things, yeah. Nice. And there is a podcast. that's lovely for the fans. Podcast section. So on there we say, you know, have you got any questions for the podcast? Let us know on this, that, and the other. And the three so, of us mm-hmm. use it to chat to each other all the time. So rather than send text messages and stuff. You can have an area where they can't see what we're talking about, you know. So yeah, yeah. So, backstage. Yeah, backstage. So, backstage. Yeah. And we've had, um, I think we've had one after show, which we did. A little knees up. Yeah, and so people joined in the after show and we chatted about all different sorts of stuff. They were all, um, they're all Germans or Swedes or Norwegians. Yeah. Wow. Nice. So you're more famous in Europe than you are back here. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, we were number 13 on the uh, Swedish Makers podcast rankings. Wow. So. Well, that's cool. <laughs> I don't know. There was probably just 14, but we were 13. <laughs> we often come in at number two. That's because we are a number two. <laughs> um, a couple of weeks ago, you were doing streaming some like thing live on instagram what was that oh yeah that was uh i keep meaning to ask about that and i thought i'll oh, write down the the today. no no so it was um we talked about we, we've been uh, we got a sponsor to build a chair so the swedish wood company the biggest wood company in sweden want us to make a chair and they want to send want us to make one chair so they would send the wood to one person they'll pay for the wood and the delivery that person does some work on it 
then they send all the wood and the work they've done to the next person who does some more work. And then it goes to the last person who puts the finished chair together. And then we're going to auction it for a charity in Sweden. Charity. Charity, yeah. And um, <laughs> so they, Andy and Pierre both do uh, use a program called Fusion 360, which is like a 3D modeling program. And yeah, I've never used it. And it cost, it's a quite an expensive program to buy, but they've both got a copy for various reasons. And um, the three of us did a live streaming session, which is on YouTube. It's about two hours okay. long. I, w- I wouldn't have stayed with it for two hours if I was watching it. In which we we, <laughs> de- <laughs> we chose a design of chair and we modelled it in Fusion so they could show me how it all worked and what have you. And at the, nice. at the end of when you've done it all, you can hit a button and it'll print you out a set of plans as to how to build it. Wow, that is cool. Yeah, and so you you design all the joints and everything in Fusion and uh, it'll print out all the details. So we've all got a cutlass and a set of plans so we know what we're doing. That's that's cool. So tomorrow, tomorrow after the podcast, we're going to do another one. I think it's just going to be the three of us doing this one. We're not going to do it live, but the three of us are going to do another one because we've got two chairs in mind that we want to build. So we're going to combine the two chairs into one and do that in Fusion, yeah. So if you purchase oh, yeah. Fusion now after having a little, little look at it. <laughs> no, because it costs about uh, 400 quid, Luke. Oh. <laughs> hey, I've heard on the podcast you spend a lot more than that on some of these tools. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. If you sent it to the people year. at Fusion yeah. and said, hook us up with a couple of copies. Yeah, I think I can get a 30-day free trial, Luke. So okay. that could be the... <laughs> yeah, give it a go. <laughs> give it a go. Yeah, but you can put, like, uh, you can stress test so you can put, put, say, like, you know... There's a, there's a ten stone person going to sit in this chair. Will it a dummy? Will it hold the weight? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, oh. you can do all that. Yeah, brilliant. And uh, were they like self-taught in? Yeah, fusion self-taught or... in fusion. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen the the program. Yeah, yeah people either use wow. Fusion three sixty or SketchUp. They're the two main yeah, ones yeah. that yeah. people use. Yeah. So that's awesome. all going on. Nice. Right. So everyone, get on there. Yeah. Check out that podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Yeah. Thanks very much. It's, it's, it's actually strange for me because I'm, I am a fan of it. I mm-hmm. listen to your pod. Yeah. And even here, as you've said certain words, and it's like, oh man, it sounds like I'm just listening to it. Oh, you, you, you. And we've not had this sort of thing on the pod. I've had, a, you know, we've had people on there do stuff, but yeah. yeah there you go. Can you just say cal- calico for me? Calico. Calexico. <laughs> Calexico, Calexico, that's the one. Swedish wood company. Yeah. Is that the company that's doing the chair? Yeah, Calexico. Ah, right, okay, there we go. Give them a bit of a quote. Um, and the domino. Oh, yes, the Festool domino. That's your latest bit of kit, yeah. Festool. Yeah. I love all the words, they're great. <laughs> so something else I was thinking about is you, ever since we, me and LB were little, yeah. you've all, always been well into technology and computers and stuff and like that's the whole reason i you know would sneak in and work use your use your computer yeah. or whatever do you think it's mad that like you're doing podcasts and streaming stuff and like recording videos Future. on instagram and using discord and things <laughs> like do you know i was thinking about this uh was it yesterday i was in the workshop working on stuff and i was just thinking to myself it's quite therapeutic being in there because you just you know in the moment in uh, you know in flow as they say mm-hmm. and i was thinking yeah, about yeah. all this and i thought did i i could never have imagined that i would be part of a host of a podcast i mean who the hell knew what podcasts were about a few years ago yeah. and mm. doing like videos on instagram and uh collaborating with people in sweden people who i've never met uh yeah. to do all these things with it just blows your mind 
Well, it blows my mind. You never thought you would be on a, a small cable access TV show about woodworking yeah. and you'd have live satellite feeds to, <laughs> to Sweden. And, yeah. So yeah. I couldn't, in the first days of dial-up internet, I could never have imagined any of that was possible, really, could we? No. Uh, it's mad. No. I mean, I always thought I'd be on the radio or on TV or something. But yeah, you've definitely got the voice for it. This will do. And you've got the face for radio, wow. haven't you, Emma? Some sort of hospital <laughs> radio. Because uh, it's funny because, you know, Wes, who's at the wedding, mm. he was saying to me, like, oh, your dad does all these things on Instagram and, like, it's mad, man. It's yeah. awesome. And to me, I'm just so used to it. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't, I don't necessarily. Obviously, I think it's awesome that you do all that stuff, but I don't necessarily think it's like it's crazy mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like because yeah, it's stuff you do. It is it, though, but it is yeah, just normal. It, yeah, it is. It is. It's I like, think it's awesome, and I'm pretty impressed with. I think the thing the most is all the videos you do where you're talking and oh yeah, the little stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah because I would not be able to be doing that. No, nah, but you know what your dad's like. That's what Steve's <laughs> just, like, isn't it? I he just can, love the fame and he the, can talk the glory. About <laughs> fortune and glory um yeah because i was in the pub uh was it last week and um got recognized yeah no i yeah i ordered a drink and i forget what the bar made oh dan dan was in the pub dan is the manager of the pub and he said to me i was getting served by this young girl and dan said oh how's the podcast going and she said to me have you got a well podcast you do a podcast i said yeah she said she was almost going to say, you're too old to do a podcast. <laughs> Those are the very words that were forming in her mind. And, yeah. I, and I said, uh, I think you'll find I'm not that old, love. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's time to say how are we doing, what we've been up to, boys? Like, Ooh, yeah. Is everyone else good? We know Steve is great. <laughs> <laughs> He's sorted. Guests taken care of. We are the best hosts. <laughs> how are we, boys? Uh, I'm pretty knackered. Oh, yeah, you caught the old knackedness off us from last week. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I went to old dot to dot festival yesterday. Dot Ooh. to dot. Didn't really see anything too amazing, no. to be honest. Did you see any no. big bands? No, no, no one that I'd heard of before. We just, I just sort of, I quite like just going from place to place. Whoever's on, watch them. Yeah, make my mind up after. Was it just a um, one one day? Yeah. Is it always a one day? It's, it's not normally a Sunday, infant. though, is it? Yeah, is yeah. It? but it's bank holiday Sunday usually. Ah, oh, there you go. I was thinking... In August. I've been to it a few times, and it's definitely not normally on a Sunday. Yeah, it so it's Manchester, Bristol... Nottingham. Nottingham. And they also had a half marathon in Manchester, Nottingham as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the only person that I have interest to chat about is I met and said hello to the dancing man of Nirvana... Reading and Leeds Festival. Oh, how did that happen? So I was out with my mate Steve, yeah. and we were just sat outside having a pint, and he was like, oh my God, that's that bloke that's the dancing band from Nirvana. What, as if he's just always hanging around? <laughs> is he known no, to he just, walked, he just walked past the pub. Yeah. And Steve says, like, the only reason I know is because I watched a documentary about Nirvana like two nights ago on oh, BBC, wow. and he was on there. <laughs> and then in Rough Trade later on in the day, we bumped into him and... What, how just, did you question it? You didn't say, are you the dancing man from Nirvana? And him and his drunken sneer was like, yeah, it's me. No, no, Steve just went up to him and said, now then. Do you want to dance? Now then, will you pretend oh. to be my, the dancer? So I can tell my mate, because I told him. Yeah. <laughs> Do a little dance with you. No, and then he was, just, he was just chatting about how it came about and things. And... Did he know Nirvana? Or... 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. They hung out all the time. Yeah, sweet. Um, was he a was he an American man? No, he's so basically his mate was a uh, like booked bands into venues and stuff in the UK. Yeah, and he basically reached out to whoever the agent was for Nirvana in America and said, "I could get this band gigs in the UK." Mm-hmm. And they came over, and then they stood what one gig just got up and danced while they were on stage and they apparently Kirk Vane loved it so they like took him with him everywhere they went nice well um, yeah. that's always so been that... my dream gig just be a dancer, dancer for a band I got spotted somewhere <laughs> it was funny because like on my walk home I watched the uh, Reading Festival with him there he's dancing dancing boogie nowhere but yeah so that was the the sort of main thing but just a day of ills and then back to work today yeah. i was pretty knackered see uh lb you feeling better you're a bit fully coldy recovered, last week fully recovered that's from what last, i like to hear last week's cold however i have passed it on to the wife who's not yeah, best oh pleased dear. About it. Oh dear. <laughs> you've given me that cold she'll um, get over it but no she's you're strong enough she's getting better after. so uh do you know yeah go on just to jump in i've only said it and i think probably like five times now but i'm getting used to it is the wife what lb the, the wife, wife. Uh, i've used it a couple of times i was on a call call today actually saying oh yeah my wife's so i'm half shell hates in it shell like even when she like talks to, to people at work and it's like oh no my partner she's like oh, i'll never call your husband it's weird <laughs> i mean it's 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 too many syllables husband husband's Hubby. partner the partners the same. <laughs> hubs hub old hubs, hubs. yeah l bubs yeah it's weird, isn't it, when you first start to do it? Like, oh, uh, my wife. Ooh. Yeah, because a few times I've nearly gone to say girlfriend, and then be like, oh, she's not. <laughs> uh, you could just say it and then have a laugh about it. <laughs> uh, well, um, go on, Stephen. What's new with you? I was just going to say I am also well rested, and we can go straight back to a previous thing. Do you remember last week when I said what ha- about the lion sleeping at night? Oh, oh yeah, the Simba's out. Simba, oh. Simba's out. We shook it all about. <laughs> it came out of the box onto the bed. Well, basically, I'll tell you how the story. Okay, so the night we were planned to get it on, about half six, it seven p.m. Mattress or you know something else. <laughs> yeah, it sounded. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. Let's get the new mattress out. Test that out. Um, Book it in the calendar. It's Tuesday. That's exactly how it went. But we also had a new bed as well because it's king size mattress. Get a new king size bed. Ooh. So we yeah. thought, right, we've got to build this bed first and then we'll take the mattress out of the box last thing. It took us nearly three and a half hours to build this bed. Maybe more, maybe probably four hours. That it was coming. It's a bunk bed. Yeah, I know. Should have given no, me a No, it was just a big, <laughs> I know. It, it was Ikea, flat pack, put it together, but it was just hardcore. Every piece was a heavy piece and you're really drilling everything in. It wasn't just stick this bit in here. You were hammering yeah, yeah. your dowels in and stuff. Um, and we had also the thing because we're doing it late at night it was after midnight we finished we were doing it like trying as our hardest to be quiet but I've got my drill out (laughs) and then using the hammer to bang things but I was putting the bits of wood on my legs to try and absorb some of the sound (laughs) I was just like our neighbour's gonna be going mad (laughs) but we got the bed built and like I say it was just after midnight unravel the mattress watching it starting to rise up fill the space we're like this is good this is good 
were really knackered, could probably do a go in bed now, and looked on the thing and it said you need about five hours for it to fully <laughs> get to its full potential. We still slept on it, but that first night, it, it was unrecommended because it wasn't the best night's sleep. <laughs> the next night, and all the nights since, wow, it is good. Highly recommended. It makes comfortable. a difference, it? I think it's just good having a king size as well. I've got so much yes, more room. And uh, but yeah, the bed itself is brilliant. I think it's dead comfy. Nice. Yeah. The first night when we had it, and it had only been out for an hour of the five, it was very waterbed-like. And so I was ready to say, that's it, we're going to have to get rid of this tomorrow. But luckily, it's firmed up a get bit. Get it back in the so box. You didn't wake up with like a hemo impression <laughs> from where it had rolled up around you. Nah, well... I don't know, I just crawled out of bed straight to work. <laughs> Too busy for that. But yeah, definitely good. Let's do it. Simba.com is Simba. I don't know, man. What's just... the recommended retail price on a Simba? Uh, I don't know. I think it was about 949 for a full-price king-size bed. Something like that. A grand? I think so. For Just for the mattress? Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah, I don't know. It's the pro. It's, it's, it's got, it's got, it's got 3,000 springs in it. The pro, the bestseller. I'm on the website now. Oh, yeah, whip it up. There you go. The pro is yeah. the one we went for. Pro. Toyed with a hybrid, but the pro was supposedly better for the hot sleeper. Okay, for this this, this way. This way. <laughs> That's it. And I can report there's only been one night of very mild perspiration, but okay. I think I had the window closed, so we'll blame it on that. I've currently got also 35% got a... off for any listeners that are interested in a Simba. That's it. There's there's always deals. Give them the code, <laughs> what is it? Code, code VHP. VHP. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it might it might say code invalid, but you just take your 35% anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so I've had some good night's sleep. I look forward to many more. And now we've got a spare room as well because the old bed went into the spare room, nice. set it up. We also put our set of drawers into the spare room because nice. the bed right. comes with underbed drawer storage. Ooh. On soft runners and everything, it is, it's, it's quite quite a nice little bed. This soft runners. Yeah. What what sort of name did the bed have? Like Bjorno Dodon Gornok or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some Swedish name. What was it? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. It's something sweet. Something sweet. Um, I've got something else that I need to tell you about. Yeah. yeah. Right, Sounds okay. ominous. This, yeah. Uh, this morning. No, actually, was it this morning? Maybe yesterday morning. For the last couple of days, I've been getting texts through saying your parcel from China's now been cleared. It's in the UK. I'm like, great, great, okay. A guy at my work, maintenance guy, has a really good workbench. It's like a, a bench for a mitre saw, pop up, folds down. It's very sturdy, got big clamps on it that pop out. I was like, I've got to get one of these. I went onto a website, typed in the, like, the code off of it, offer on, buy two for a price and i was like okay i'll bloody get two of them then and then maybe either use them or sell one and waiting for it like i say it arrived from china made it into the uk then it arrived at my house but well it said it was arrived and i was like i can't see anything like they've not knocked the door went out nothing around there i was like okay maybe they've just ticked it off in their van and it'll come mm -hmm. but then checking through it was like no it's definitely been delivered you've got it and i was like what and i looked and by the front door there was a little tiny little box in the corner <laughs> And I was like, like they'd come through the letterbox. And I was like, yeah. what the hell is that? Someone posted like a, a ring or something. And I open it up and it's got the little Chinese label on it. I'm like, oh my God, maybe it's maybe I ordered something else. Sometimes you do randomly order things and they come from overseas. Yeah. I open it up and inside are two, they're like big hair grips with tassels on. 
and the description inside it said bookmarks and i was like what there's two of them and i was like well i'm expecting two benches maybe they've messed up is could it be go through or check my emails try and go onto the website of the people from the email website doesn't exist anymore oh. and i've gone through i've been bloody scammed oh, instead oh. of two benches i got two bookmarks yeah. and i'm absolutely gutted about it i didn't think i thought i was unscammable i know all the scams but the fact that the website's gone they've proper done a dell boy shut the briefcase and just legged it oh, <laughs> are you using the bookmarks not yet <laughs> but I mean, they're not very good for holding sores and stuff. I love the fact that they sent two as well. You want the two benches? Let's just give you two bookmarks. And the begin with the B. The whole way, like I say, I've been, I've been tracking it, and it's like, yeah, your two items. This and it's like, <laughs> motherfuckers. <sighs> and the moral of the story oh, is, oh, don't well. buy cheap Chinese crap. Well, they weren't even that cheap. Yeah. But oh well, they got me. They got oh, me good. Steve, if, if I ever go to China. <laughs> Tell you what. Tracking down the bookmarks, actually. Yeah, I'll shove them bookmarks right in between his... Oh, ram it up his spine. <laughs> Bookmark this. <laughs> um, something else I forgot. Saturday, big old D-I-Y-O-Y job I did. Yeah. I bloody stripped and sanded all my ceiling in my bathroom. Wow. What was it, Artex or just regular painted ceiling uh, it was painted but the woman that lived here before i think like before i clearly i bought the house she'd had like really bad mold in the bathroom oh no well, just and she it just over. lashed loads of paint on yeah. top <laughs> <sighs> and then over time it it come through and ahead of some the fella coming to tile the bathroom i thought i can do this job i can get this roof yeah good so i got me old sander Goggles, face mask, and that. And honestly, mate, it was like being in Pablo Escobar's house. There was so much white powder <laughs> flying around there. Did you have a little step, step ladder? Yeah, I had a little step, yeah. But it was really awkward because go up to stand on anything too high, and I was a bit like <laughs> the tall. wrong angle yeah. to be doing it. Yeah. And then low down, you're like still at maximum stretch. <laughs> I tell you what, man. My neck's killing from looking up, like, from seven in the morning till fortnight. But it's done. It looks class. Awesome. I'd actually say it's a little bit too white because the next morning when I switched the light on to go King. for a slash, it was just like, bloody hell. Yeah, I was very impressed with myself. Yeah. More because I didn't... It was... I thought I could have really ballsed it up. And it took me, I was quite meticulous with the old sanding and that, so that it was prepped, was perfect before I did the paint. Is that the advice and then to I, sand off any mould? Is that what you meant to do? Well, well, basically, you've you've got to kill the mould off. And I've read quite a few different like websites, and some builders said the best thing to do is sand it and then buy this spray and soak it all into the plasterboard. Mm. And then it like it will kill all, any mold that could be trapped up there okay. yeah we use that spray at work all the time there's a lot of moldy bedrooms in these streets <laughs> never open the window they have the heating on full blast and they you know piss in their bedrooms or something <laughs> have you tried sanding them <laughs> yeah. so so yeah mate and three coats it looked yeah I, I saw the pictures it looks really good Nice. And Richard uh, video called me after he'd done all the sanding. It looked like someone had just tipped a bottle of talcum powder over him. He was like, 
<laughs> he's just covered in this, fully, fully covered in this white dust while wearing what can only be described as a Paul McCartney 1969 paisley patterned granddad shirt. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> I just had to have, like, you know, That's your sort of DIY shirt. clothes like you come from on. Woodstock or somewhere. <laughs> but, but the problem is, because I knew I was going to Dot to Dot yesterday, I couldn't have a shower for that, <laughs> so I had to wear a frigging woolly hat to stop all the fucking pain getting <laughs> in my oh, hair. I was sweating. <laughs> <laughs> and rather embarrassingly, what I ended up having to do is I waited till fairly late on and then sort of, a la, do you know in Terminator when they've been the Terminators back and they come back naked in that weird little crouched oh, yeah. position? Yeah. <laughs> I sort of formed that position in the bath and got Holly to just hose back <laughs> <to> it. <laughs> Like a really low down, and I was just crunched in a little ball, like scrubbing. I felt pretty (laughs) humiliated, actually. Just so that the water didn't splash on the roof, and I was just like, she's having to shampoo me and that, like a little dog having a bath. Because that was just so sweaty. Oh, man. That's nice. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, there was was something I was going to do at the beginning of the pod. Yeah. But I forgot. I thought it's something. Okay. Eventually, we'll work it so that all guests can get this treatment. Trying okay. to like come up with a a VHBBB background checker for guests, okay. all right? Things that were relevant to the podcast, so you know, <laughs> yeah. fans of the pod would be like, "I'd be interested to know." So you'll see. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll lay it on you. I'm getting nervous, Steve. Now. Oh, shall I? Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to text it into our boys' chat. Yeah. And we'll take it in turns asking him one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You could have warned me. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. You should know all these answers. It's all about you. Oh, okay then. Right. Who wants to go first? Okay, I'll go first. Go on. What kind of house slash street did you grow up on? Oh, well, I lived in lots of houses as a kid. Um, but the main house that I lived on was on an estate called Thorntree. And it was a council house. And we lived in a, a smaller council house, which uh, when we moved in, my dad had to take a spade to the carpet in the front room because it was just stuck to the floor because the kids had just pissed all over oh. it for years. Oh, so he had took a spade to it and dug it up. It's bloody students. Dug up a carpet. Yeah, with a spade. <laughs> so he lived there for about a year. And then we moved to uh, Thorntree on the Greenway. It was a much bigger house. It was a three-bedroomed house. It was really big by today's standards. It had a massive back garden with apple trees and pear trees. It was quite idyllic, really. And there was lots of green space on that estate. And literally opposite the front door was Thorntree Park. So it had swings, roundabouts, little mini golf course, tennis courts, big field to play football on. So me and my brother Gary spent all our life in the park. Sounds good. Yeah, it was good. That'll be the answer to one of the other questions. <laughs> I, could, I could say that one now. I'll skip down to the bottom. Where where did you hang out as a kid? In the park. Yeah. In the park. In the park. <laughs> and we'd go out on a morning. Like at a weekend, we'd yeah. go out on a Saturday morning over the park, play football. We'd come in, have some to eat, go back over the park. And it'd be 10 o'clock at night, pitch black, and my dad would be shouting, Whoa! Where you get it? You could even shout, "Steve, Gary, get in! Come on, it's bloody ten o'clock now! Come on, get in!" And we'd have to come home in a pitch black. Park, old bloody day. Climb over the gates of the park to get back. Yeah. Ah, oh, sweet. 
So it was there like a road, a, a main, main road, road between in front you and of us. Park. Yeah, yeah. But okay. uh, we used to play tennis because we couldn't afford. It was I think it was ten pence to play tennis on the tennis court. And we couldn't afford the ten pence. So we used to climb either under, sneak under the fence of the tennis court or climb over the fence when the park had gone home. But it was pitch black, so me and Gary used to play tennis in the total darkness. <laughs> <laughs> so, Come on, Gary, it's that time of the month. Yeah, like, like blind <laughs> tennis, yeah. We used to play tennis in the dark. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, uh, shall I ask the next one just because it's part of that? Yeah, go on where do you hang out now? Where do I hang out now? Either in my yeah. workshop or yeah. in the pub. <laughs> oh, swap the park for the pub. Yeah, yeah. Did that happen when you were of age? Oh, yes. Yeah, but uh, we're talking, no, I'm 61 year old now, you know what I mean? I can't be going about and parking in the dark. I'll get locked up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm lucky that in this little village I live in, there's a nice pub. Go around yeah. there. They keep a table for locals all the time, so you've always got somewhere to sit. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. And there are a lot of tourists as well, then, if they're having to save locals' well, it's, tables. It's, yeah, well, it's, it's, as I say, it's a country pub, a typical English country mm-hmm. pub, big log fire, dark sort of woods. It looks yeah. really nice. But it does Thai food. So the owner oh. had a Thai bride years ago, so all the staff in the kitchen are all from Thailand, so they do... This famous Thai food that people come from all over for for the Thai food. Brilliant! It's amazing. It is amazing food. Yeah. yeah. So is that the mince on fish one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, fish and mince, fish. pork mince on fish on top mince. of a battered fish. It's just unbelievable. Emma, yeah. I have heard many. You need you need to come and t- you need to come and taste mm. some. It's unbelievable. I shall. Yeah. I shall. But uh, yeah, so that's why I'm out now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next question is: Have you seen much of the world? Um, I have seen uh, a bit of the world. So we went to Canada, didn't we? And we drove mm-hmm. down to America. Yeah. We went for four weeks to Canada, and then we drove all the yeah. way down to Florida and drove back. That was quite an adventure. Um, yeah, been to Spain a few times, um, mm-hmm. and then. Um, Sally's mum lives in France, so we go. To, well, we used to go to France. We haven't been anywhere for a few years, <laughs> but uh, no. France. Go to France. Uh, been to Sweden, um, and I think the best place I've been is Iceland. Oh! So I went to, went to Iceland for two weeks, and we drove all the way around Iceland. So there's there's one road that actually goes. It's called the M1, but it's you know it's not not like the M1. It's just you know. It's the only yeah, one. Yeah, it's the only one. And it goes all the way around the coast of Iceland. Ah, and so we nice. did that in in the winter. Yeah. Cool. What sort of car were you cruising um, around Yeah, Iceland I had this uh, janky Suzuki Vitara four-wheel drive. Um, <laughs> it was a, That's cool. The, the back windscreen wiper didn't work and the, the gearbox was a bit dodgy, but it did the trick. But... Uh, the, the roads awesome. were just full of snow and ice, but they have these tyres with, like, metal pins sticking out of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can get plenty of grip and everything. And what awesome. I noticed about Icelandic people is the worse the weather, the faster the drive. Better <laughs> <laughs> get home quick. Yeah, they all just whiz about when it's really bad. Haven't <laughs> put the heating on. <laughs> uh, do you reckon you'll be heading back to Sweden anytime soon then to meet up with your boys uh, yeah that'd be good to go to, yeah they, they live on different sides so 
It's easy to get to meet him in the middle. It's easy to get to Gothenburg, which is this where one of them lives, and the other one can come over yeah. and see us. Yeah. So, uh, favorite toy pre ten year old. My favorite toy pre ten year old. Um, let's have a think. I had this I had this weird little game. It was like um, a bit like battleships. Okay. But uh, you had like a these a board. We it was battery powered. And if you imagine like a board between you, like a, a blackboard sort of thing, but and the other person sat yeah, on the yeah. other side. And he had these metal keys. And so you'd put the keys in and you would put your key in and turn the key. And if your key hit their key, then a buzzer would go off. Ah. Yeah, so it was like battleships, but that sounds sort of weird. And he had this weird little thing that you could whiz around on the top and look through. It had nothing to do with the game, just made it feel like you're on a submarine yeah. or something. Uh, <laughs> but that was a great, great toy. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Cool. But it was really good. <laughs> yeah. Go on, I'll be asking the next part. Okay. Uh, favorite toy, ten to fifteen. Ooh, ten to fifteen. I oh, as a teen, a teen. Well, it was in the days before games machines and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I would have to say it's probably uh, Scare Electric. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nice. Scare Electric. Yeah. yeah. Nice uh, one. We we only had the. There used had to be two... wind up back in the day, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we only ever had the two cars. <laughs> And we never ever bought any more track, but we used to play that all the time. Yeah, yeah. So that was <laughs> scary electric. Do you remember in um, Roma parishes they used to have like a really good track selection upstairs? In yeah, there, there was just a, a wall full of all the different pieces, wasn't there? Ones where they get yeah, closer like together and cross over, and yeah. yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember that amazing pub we went to, Rich, up near where Taco Bell is in Nottingham one night, and like yeah. lo- loads of lads just came out of this room. And I was, I was like, well, have they been in there? And I was like, can I have a look what's in there? And I popped my head in, and it's just this amazing scale electric track in it. It's massive. Yeah, yeah. it's probably absolutely still there, massive. isn't it? Yeah, it's absolutely yeah, huge. Yeah, the, what was that pub called yeah. again? It's I like remember it. It's, it's the something dragon. Something dragon. dragon yeah. yeah, Green dragon. And it, I think they it have like championships mm. and stuff in there. But like as you're going around, they're counting the laps. Like there's about yeah. Yeah. six tracks. Like, yeah. well, six cars yeah. wide. It's amazing. Wow. <laughs> my other favourite thing was my, our snooker table, I have to say. Oh, All right. Just thought about that. We had, full size? No, it wasn't, wasn't full size. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad bought it off uh, the old lady up the road. Her sons had grown up, and so he bought it for a pound. A Walter Lindrum snooker table. And we used to put it on the dining table and play, we played that forever. That was good. Wow. Yeah. And you could also it's play the nice beauty on there, five aside. Of course. <laughs> Would you consider yourself a shy? Were you a shy child? Yes, I was. Yes, definitely. Mm. Yeah, very shy, almost invisible. Yeah. yeah. Would you so, think your bro, bro was more outgoing? Oh yeah, Gary you? was. Uh, yeah, Gary was much more outgoing. He was the he was the funny one. What's the age difference? No, oh, it's only about uh, fifteen months. Like, that's not very much. Oh right, okay. Um, he was always the the funny, you know, cheeky chappy. Everyone loved mm. Gary. He was, you know, he was the creative, great one. I always called him a golden child. You know, I've told him this. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon about me and you, LB? Do you who's the shy? Do you reckon one shy and the other? Mm, don't know. What's your thoughts? Or is shyness shyness different? Obviously, to quietness. Like we both yeah, quite yeah. quiet. I think Luke Luke was yeah. Luke was a quieter kid. In which you'd, you'd take him into school, and all the kids would say, uh, "Hi, Luke. Morning, Luke. All right, Luke." Luke never said a word to them. 
<laughs> he just walked past them, you know. Sod you, I'm going to school, you know. And he just bowling <laughs> and uh, put his bag away and going to school. I said, don't you still up these kids? Nah, you know. Uh, weird kids. <laughs> it was weird, yeah. <laughs> so, so Luke was quiet in that sort of way, and I think Richard was a bit shy mm. to begin with, but sort of came out of himself a bit, didn't you, Richard? Mm. Well, when did you come out of your shell then? Me. Um, yeah. I think I'm still in it. <laughs> nah, nah not um, probably like about sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and when okay. I started work. Yeah, college years. And then when I started work at St. Luke's, I sort of came out, Michelle, an awful lot more. You had to, so I came out, Michelle, then, and get on with people. And, okay. You know. So. Awesome. Right. Here's one. This is, this is a fan favourite question. <laughs> <laughs> this, this one's a, a three-parter. Okay. What's your favourite? Chocolate bar, crisps, and fizzy pop. Okay, my favourite chocolate bar has to be a picnic. Oh, that's one of my favourites. Picnic, yeah. I don't even buy them when they're four for a pound at the minute. So, <laughs> do you not find the four for a pound are slightly they're smaller? They're very small, aren't they? Yeah, they're getting tiny by the minute. So you might as well just eat all four. I didn't you know, hit, they're doing the nerve there. <laughs> I bought some on Friday for a pound. Friday night, few beers, pizza, three picnics. Three, <laughs> yeah, three. Yeah, I'm not greedy. I save yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, I usually do three. Yeah. No, I just mean so. they come in a pack of three rather than a pack of no, four. No, they come in a pack of four. I, 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 I only ate three of them. No, you never. Oh, you only had three. <laughs> three oh, right, God, yeah, I thought you came in a pack of three. No, I, only, I ate you three. You saved one for one. breakfast. And then um, <laughs> favourite crisps. My favourite crisps, tomato sauce. Ooh, like a Walker's. Walker's? Yeah. Uh, I, used to, I used to love Seabrook tomato sauce crisps. Okay, okay. You don't see them very often, but... Um, they're, they're my favourites. You see them up in Borough more. I, I remember the first time I saw the whole the whole collection yeah. was you know in Borough. I was <laughs> like, bloody hell, I found didn't know they where existed. they hide all them. All right. Like, I was like looking like, where, I can't find Seabrook crisps anywhere. Like, I, similar yeah. to you, they're my favourite sort of like crisps. But if you go in with B&M, they'll have salt and vinegar, Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. Tomato. That's the classiness of B&M. Yeah, get yourself in B&M and they'll have like... The plethora. I'm in there Saturday morning then. Have a look. Have For a me look growing up, they, I, re, I used to refer to them as hospital crisps because the only place that sold them was the hospital cafe. All oh, right, okay. Mm. So I'd have to go to hospital to go and get a bag of Seabrooks. Yeah. I love the red hot head ones. Swim baths. Swim baths, yeah. Swim baths. Swim baths. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I only, I only eat them while I'm wearing my trunks. <laughs> <laughs> Sat at home with <laughs> 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 yeah. ketchup. <laughs> And what was the last one? What was the third part? <laughs> pop. Uh, fizzy pop. Fizzy pop. Yeah. Dandelion and burdock. Oh, so oh, I used to like cream soda in the, in the day. Ooh. Yeah, I like a bit of cream, cream soda. soda. Yeah. Mm. But as a kid, I didn't get much fizzy pop because it was too expensive. So. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then the last uh, one on the list is, have you ever had an embarrassing job? An, em- an embarrassing job? Um, well, I haven't had that many jobs. Okay. So, my first job, I was 14, and I worked in Frankie D's supermarket in uh, Middlesbrough. Thursday night, Friday night, all day, Saturday. And uh, Was this like a, an independent supermarket? He had two, he had two shops, Frankie, Frankie D's. D. He had one in Middlesbrough, okay. mm-hmm. uh, near where the Empire Pub is. Yeah. And he had one in Berwick Hills. And... Um, so I got a job there. I got five pound a week for working Thursday night, Friday night, and all day Saturday in Frankie D's, and uh, 
you, I got assigned an aisle with certain types of foodstuffs on, and that was my aisle forever. I never got, you never got moved off your aisle because you learnt your products, you see. How mm. many employees were there? Oh, there was, there was quite aisles? a few, quite a few. Yeah. What sort of scale? Just like, can you give us another shop? Um, what sort of size? The size of shop. Um, it was quite a Tesco extra. No, it was bigger than that. Oh, right. Bigger than so that. Like home bargains? Wait, was it, like did it go on to be bought Bigger than home bargains. Like, 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 oh, like two home bargains together, maybe two or three home bargains. It was quite, oh, okay. it, was quite it sold okay, everything. Quite you know, it had, it had some yeah. novelty summer items and Christmas items every now and then. Mm. Like you know, a Safeway, an old 90s Safeway sort yeah, of size. Yeah, like a Safeway okay. sort of size, yeah. 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 Okay. And, What's Frankie um, up to these days? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I, I don't know whoever designed the aisles, but my, my, my two aisle, my aisle was split in half down the middle. So the first half, as you walked in, normally it's fruit and veg, isn't it? Every soup yeah. puts fruit and veg. Well, Frankie D's didn't. So as you walked in, the first my first half of my aisle was pet foods, oh, <laughs> cat foods, and dog food. Yeah. And as you walk along the aisle, there's all like chappy and whiskers and all that sort of stuff and win a lot. And then it seamlessly blends into the next part of my aisle, which was pickles. <laughs> Pickles, pickled what, onions, jars of pickles? pickled gherkins, oh, pickled sauces. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So wait, if if you had a spillage, if you ever dropped one, your aisle stank. Yeah, it did. But it, I was lucky in that if the if he did drop a jar of pickled onions, you could kick them under the aisle, <laughs> and they would roll out because so behind my section was the fruit and veg, so they'd all roll out over there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. So I think uh, that's probably the, the, the you know the daftest job I've had really. It wasn't that embarrassing. Uh. Oh, have we frozen? Hello, hello. Steve has left the chat. <laughs> and he's gone. As long as he's with the recording's gone. Yeah. What's that, Obi? What's that? D discount. So that's Frank D's. That? That's Frank D's. Yeah. I love an old photo of a supermarket in the seventies. Steve Wee. has entered the yeah, chat. And he's back. What happened there? This this never happens to me. It must be you, lot. So yeah, LB thinks he's found a photograph of Frankie D's. He's just oh, it's I'll, just, I'll forward it on to you and see if you uh, think it's the same place. I've I've enhanced on the picture. Yeah, that's it. That's Frankie D's. Yeah, that's the very supermarket that I worked. Yeah. Wow. I enhanced it. it looks like there's a couple of uh, coppers outside. Yeah, the, the next photo <laughs> has got like a full panda car. <laughs> okay, Shut so was, uh, I can was tell you this. I can tell you the story of this. This is this is yeah, if go you've on. got time, I can tell you this, why those cop cars are there. So <laughs> I worked there till I was like uh, sixteen, and I left to go and work at college. And shortly after I left, it was robbed. You robbed the place. Yeah, <laughs> it was robbed. <laughs> so on a Saturday night, the uh, two of the women used to fill all the money into a couple of Frankie D carrier bags and take so it around the corner. Back in them days take it around the corner to the Yorkshire Bank and put it in the safe, in the night safe of the Yorkshire Bank. And as there were two of them were walking around with the carrier bags of money, this Ford Cortina screeched to a halt. And this guy jumped out with a, uh, a copper-beating mallet, so like a tiny little Ooh. hammer, started bang, 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 yeah. bang, bang, took the bags, disappeared. Wow, so, easy uh, as that. Yeah, easy as that. And uh, they've had quite a bit of cash in them days. How much exactly did you make? <laughs> 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 so um years later 
because I, I didn't really know what happened to it, the, the robbers after that. But years later, when I was working as a nurse at St. Luke's Hospital, they, they said, oh, what did you, where did you used to work? So I told them, I said, oh, you don't know so-and-so. He, he was a nurse and he got caught because he robbed Frankie D's. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and so no this guy was a bit of a gypsy and uh, he was also a psychiatric nurse. And he'd robbed Frankie D's and he lived in a caravan in a Thornsby. And the police came and knocked on his door and he opened the door and he confessed to everything and they found all the money under the seats in the caravan. But the police had only come because his kid had nixed me from the corner shop. So he confessed to all the crime and he went to, uh, is it Parkhurst on the Isle of Man? He got jailed and went to Parkhurst. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Years later, I then worked at uh, North Tees Hospital in Stockton, like the next town down. And I was there, and the, the uh, nursing officer said, oh, we've got a new starter today, Steve. He's on the ward across the road. Uh, could you pop across and make sure he's all right? And the, uh, the doors were like all glass. And I looked, and I said, excuse me, you do know that man's an armed robber, don't you? And he'd got a job. <laughs> he got out of prison and got ah. a job at North Tees where I was working. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Shit. But needless to say, he went on the sick and never came back. Yeah. Oh, he didn't but he, he didn't have his lunch in a Frankie. <laughs> Shut your bag, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh wow. There you go. That's cool. <laughs> awesome. Old recommendations. Oh yeah. I know we've been chatting about them recently. As dad is on, I've actually had a recommendation from the dad yeah. on the old Netflix. So two recommendations, one I've watched, one I've just watched the trailer of. Yeah. And I'm so the one I'm watching and I've started Friday night, Dad, and I'm now on season two <laughs> is <laughs> Sex Education. Oh, what a show. Oh, okay. yeah. Bryony watches it. I'm so uh, into it, man. It's yeah, a great show. I've watched the just finished the third season. I watched wow. it ages ago. I think I watched it off your recommendation, actually. Yeah, and it's a ago. half. It's kind of like Americanized but English. It's well weird. It's American, like American, like looking school and like all of that sort yeah. of stuff. But it's actually yeah. in England. But well, it's sort of just nowhere, is it? It's like a make believe land. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because it, it's what's very, good it looks it, very seventies, and the furniture in the house is very seventies. But they have iPhones and. Yeah. yeah, so it's a Give weird a sort quick, of time. Like, literally sell it to me because Bryony watches it and I've seen clips over her shoulder. I'm like, what the hell? So why would I ba- want to watch this? Basically, Scully from X-Files. Yeah, I've seen her. a sex it? therapist. Yeah. And obviously her son goes to this school yeah. and some lad has an issue and basically he starts becoming a sex therapist for the other kids at school <laughs> that, like, have okay. problems, like, there's one lad that he can't can't get rid of an ad on. He just won't go, so he chats through it and like tries to help him sort it oh, out. Where does his and expertise come from? He's just asking his mum. Well, he's just been around his mum and around yeah. his mum. Okay. And like mm. hearing people in their therapy sessions and stuff, and like some of his advice isn't good, isn't <laughs> great, and like, but they, he's charging like twenty quid a go yeah. to have advice from him. Right. Okay. And they're just mm. running like a little scam in the school and. It's just really funny. I think they've got good characters um, in it, and the like. The characters are good yeah. in it. Um, yeah. And I, I really like this sort of weird, out of place and time 
like setting of it, I think that's what I like the most is like it doesn't actually belong anywhere. Okay, mm. this is very fictional. Is it? It's like an American school, but in quaint England. English countryside that I've never really ever seen before. Mm. Sort of in the seventies with modern technology. Yeah. It's such a weird fusion. Yeah, because the buses and that somehow are like it works. Old school looking buses and yeah, all the cars. They all drive are, really old cars. Old cars yeah. yeah, and I just sort of think creatively when you come up with a show like you've already got this idea of let's do this thing where this guy's mum's a sex therapist. He's going to be at school. He's going to be giving out, out advice. And also it's set in sort of fictional Americana England in the 70s. It's <laughs> yeah. just like okay. an extra layer of weird that I wasn't expecting. Mm. It's quite as well. It's very sort of walk to the times of now, I think, as well. It's, I think it's really interesting that like while it is quite funny and things... I imagine it's actually quite beneficial for 15, 16 year old kids at school to yeah. be talking about the things it talks yeah. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's, it's sort of demystifying and the taboo of sex and things, which I think, like, uh, it, us being 15, 16 at school, there would never be a program yeah, like that. Never anything like that. No. Cool. Yeah. So. Mm. And then the second one, which I've watched the trailer for, which is the most hemo looking program <laughs> as a trailer what the hell is it it's called squid game squid game squid Ooh. game it's a quick check it looks absolutely off it man uh, is it a game show no it's a korean okay. it's korean it's a south yeah. korean program. survival drama yeah it's a drama and it's uh set in korea it's in korean i usually watch it with english subtitles or you can have it dubbed if you want and it's about this guy who's a gambler. He's got nothing left in life. And he I won't give too much away, but he meets this guy and they have a game of pogs, pog-like game. And he, mm-hmm. he gives him some money. He said, if you want some more, come and play some games with us. Mm. And they've, they, as a kid, they played this game called Squid Game. And so the, the games that he plays are children's games, but the stakes are quite oh. high in these games. But once okay. you start and watch it, man, you're just hooked. Uh, well, I've got a trailer on in the background and there's, you know, a big warehouse full of people all in beds and yeah. it's all uniformed. And... Yeah. Yeah. It looks cool. I like, got I like, like We've got like PlayStation. Sort of Battle Royale. Yeah. All yeah. the Escher, M- MC Escher yeah. staircases. It's, it's yeah, honestly, it looks cool. It's, it's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. It's very different. I've never seen a show like it before. It's so good. Because uh, of all the lighting, it doesn't look like that scary thing. You know how a lot of horror films yeah. will have a sort of darkness to them. This looks quite bright and colourful. <laughs> yeah, which I think adds to the sort of messed upness because I was well, some of the trailer like they're playing like tagging that, but getting yeah. murdered and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I like the the futuristicness of it as well, like video game thing. It's kind of like a Ready Player One other world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The sort of thing that you could imagine happening in Ready Player One. Yeah, yeah, it looks give, cool. Give it a go. Okay. Uh, Wait, what was it called? Squid Game. Squid Game. Squid Game. Squid Game. Squid game yeah. Uh-huh. I shall Ooh. check. Because when you text me, check out Squid Game, I was like, "What the <laughs> hell is Squid Game?" <laughs> I just could, and then I started watching the trailer with all the Escher stuff. I was like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll, once I'm done with sex yeah. education, okay, yeah, I'll give it a check. Another thing is, I have been listening to 
the old band of brothers podcast. Oh, has it started? Oh, has it started? Already? I checked yeah. it out after we talked, but it was uh, just the intro, like the trailer. I tell you what, man, Tom Hanks intros it, and I pretty was pretty choked listening to it. Pretty powerful stuff. He he just does like the prologue to the show, yeah. if you like. Okay. Yeah, and it's just like, wow, this is fucking awesome. And mm. we we we've been watching it at home mm. uh, yeah. recently. I'm definitely so, going to get it downloaded. Really, mm, so there, yeah, they're my recommendee. Well, more I've been using the recommendee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I've got anything really again. Yeah, no, I can never remember what I watch. No recommendations <laughs> from me this week. Oh. I was going to recommend Squid Game, but you know it's been stolen yeah. from me. <laughs> been stolen from you. Been stolen from me. Yeah. Uh, I do know a very good podcast about wood about Ooh, woodwork and you it? know a couple of Swedish blokes. <laughs> hey. <An> English fella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I genuinely right. I'm going to big that up for the podcast because what I will say recommend is it. even if you're not into woodwork and you don't really know much about it, still give it a listen because it it yeah. is it's really soothing. Soothing yeah. is a good word. But like they're interesting guys that just happen yeah. to like when Check the conversation goes that way, it, it goes towards wood. <laughs> but no, it's it's good. Oh, thank you very much. Very nice. There's a, there's a couple of uh, another a couple of other guys who are Norwegians who follow us as, on the podcast, and they've started their own podcast. One's a woodworker, <sighs> one's one's a leather worker, but they do it in Norwegian. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I just so say that on the show. I listened to it because they said, "Oh, it's a very happy language." <laughs> And I listened to the whole podcast in Norwegian, and it was so good. <laughs> I, I understood the word. I understood the word podcast. Podcast. Did, did they say Calexico? And oh. and, uh, and then they said uh, one of them said uh, blah, 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 tip top. So I understood tip top. <laughs> tip top. What, what's the other one? Rubio. Rubio. Is that the oil yeah, you Rubio. rub into stuff. Rubio yeah, Monaco. Yeah, I'm actually after some of Rubio. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's mm. pricey. It's expensive, Luke. I'm yeah. not after it yeah. anymore. <laughs> Bit of vegetable oil, that'll do. Yeah. Um, actually, I've got one, one, one more recommendation. Come on. Come on. Right. So, all of us on the pod have played the game Clask at my house. Yes, yeah? yep. absolutely yeah. love it. So, it is Danish for smash, is what Clask <laughs> means. Let's right. get Clasked. And I have been watching these lads on YouTube. Uh, they're like uh, play games. Basically, one of them plays the game. The other two sit and just coach him through whatever game he's playing. Sort of take the piss out of him sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, they got sent the Clask board by the makers of Clask and said, in six weeks, the Clask Championship is happening in like its home country. Mm-hmm. You've got six weeks to train and see if you can get to the finals of Clask. Oh, yeah. And it's a two-part documentary of these lads training, figuring out which one of the three is going to be the lad that plays <laughs> in the thing. And then they get to go to the Clask Championships, and it's awesome. Mate. Yeah. It's so great. I've, I've watched YouTube videos of championship matches, and it is yeah. pretty damn bonkers, the speed and the skill, I suppose. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I'd like to watch the doc. Uh, That's cool. What's the doc um, called? So, if the the name of the group is called RKG, RKG, and one of them's 
they're from IGN UK, Hemo. Oh, okay. You recognise one of the lads. What did you say? RGK? RKG. RKG. <laughs> Put these three letters in any order you like. <laughs> and it's classic. Okay. I'll have a look. Um, yeah, and it's it's just really funny. Like, they do, do, do little training montages and stuff of them, like, trying to figure out. And it's like, right, for the for this section, all I want to do is from the off, I've got a score. Like, I need to know the angle for, like, from the T, like, get it in the goal every time. Yeah. And one of them, he, he gets so good. And, yeah, the doc's great. Oh, yeah, I recognise one of the guys, the one with the short blonde hair. Yeah. Older looking. Okay, so for yeah. the listeners that don't know what Clask is, can you just give us, a, like, a little run through of what it is? <laughs> yeah, okay, so it's a sort of... It's a bit like a table football game, I suppose. It's two one-on-one, and it's like a raised sort of a portable wooden board. Table. Yeah, and you have like a little, what looks like a little thing out of like Cluedo, you know, the little counter yeah. that you move around. And it's magnetic, and you have a magnet underneath the board that you're sort of moving it within yeah, the Yeah, you control the arena. from underneath. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's a little yellow ball, and you've got to... Ki- hit the ball and get it into the other person's goal. I mean, and then there's just loads of other rules in it. it that honestly, check is, it out. fabulous. Ooh. It is one of the best, not only fun games to play, but I think actually how well-crafted the board and everything is. Um, for listeners as well, it's also great at like Christmas time with like a Christmas present for like Christmas Day family game sort of thing. Good <laughs> yeah, come, you know, it's coming up to October. You want the ideas for Christmas prezzies, get Clask, mate. It's a banger. Um, so what I was thinking is maybe we should do a little VHBBB class tournament. Oh. Yeah. That sounds and I was good. thinking like past guests. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like make a bit of a little tawny one Saturday. I think it sounds good. Film it. Yeah. Get it on the socials. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I reckon we could get, like, the three northern makers to make, like, a big class, and we could have, like, a five-a-side on it. <laughs> well, yeah, we have to run around on it. In 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 the class documentary, they go on, on like, this class away party day thing, and there's a round one, and it's, like, a six-player, and there's round fucking class. balls flying <laughs> everywhere. Oh, that's cool. I'll check it out. Yeah, I'll have a look and see what they like, yeah. Yeah, RKG... Clask. Sometimes. Two part. Really funny. I've watched the People Just Do Nothing, the movie, Big in Tokyo. Right. I don't know if you're a fan of the TV series, but. No, I've not watched it. For anyone that isn't, it. Or for anyone who is a fan of the series, the film, it's one of them perfect. I don't know if there's been a better one of the TV into film. Transition, it's, yeah. Yeah, the transition. Like, so, you know, there's some quite good stuff out there. Alan Partridge, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is really good. It's just a perfect continuation of the series. It's like the, the final piece of the puzzle. There it goes. Lovely. It was it was very enjoyable. And I stand by, I think I said to you recently when I was talking about the show, it's the closest or the best homage, inspirationally led thing to the UK office. That's why I think oh, really? the most closest to Brent and real life, you know, a look at the camera doing yep. things. Yeah, I think it's okay. the closest one to it. And it, it, what is it on? Uh, 
probably on... It's on Netflix. It's all on Netflix. All right, okay. But and what's it called? People Just Do Nothing. And I was put off for it for ages because the main thing is it they're an underground radio, pirate radio station with mm-hmm. like garage music. And I don't like garage music at all. <laughs> but that doesn't matter because it's just done so well that, you know, I can yeah. withstand the garage music. But bloody good. Okay. Pinned, pinned it in me. Yeah, you know. no, it's, it's something to check out. So, since, since, you know, there's been a lot of wood on this uh, podcast tonight, I've got a little built-in, if you want Ooh, a built-in. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, know, I know you're fans of a built-in. And I yeah, thought... Indeed. Yeah, we love a built-in. Hemo doesn't get much of a chance to take part in these built-ins. That's true. Uh, so That's very true. Is it a buzzer called, one, then? It, yeah, I've got one. It's called I've Got Wood. Oh. Wood no good. Okay. So I'm going to give you the names of some woods. And if you think it's a real type of wood, you say, I've got wood. And if you think it's a load of rubbish, you say, wood no good. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. okay. So we need some yeah. buzzers as usual. Yeah. So can, can you just clarify the two options again? I've got wood means it's real wood. I've got it, wood. Or yeah. wood no good. It's not... Word no good. It's not good. Okay, yeah. It's rubbish. But we need a buzzer as well. We need so. a buzzer, yeah. Beach. Spruce. I'll go woodpecker. Oh, <laughs> dear. <laughs> Cheers for continuing the truth here. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we can't offer these for uh, an extra point because it's either, it's either true or false. Okay. Yeah, okay, so right. we'll go with the first one. Are you ready? Yeah. Lodgepole pine. Woodpecker. What do you say, Woodpecker? I've got wood. It is indeed true. Lodgepole pine. The common name, Lodgepole pine. It comes from the Native Americans, and they were very tall, straight trees, and they used them to build teepees. So you know the poles and the teepees? That was was Lodgepole pine. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Is it... I've got wood or wood no good. It is the sausage tree. <laughs> Beach. Ooh, wood no good. No, no, no. Oh, it is true. It is true. I've got wood. <laughs> <laughs> the sausage tree is a real wood. Of course it is. Sausage wood. Oh, yeah. So it's right, an African tree. And the fruit on it looks like a, like a sausage, but they're, poison- <laughs> they're, they're, they're poisonous. The, wood, uh, the fruit, the fruit is poisonous, and they uh, use it to make uh, oars or yokes for cattle in Africa. Mm. Yeah, wow! So the sausage uh, tree. Let's go. Cool. <laughs> okay, what about this one? Are you ready? W- yeah. Whomping aspen. Spruce. It's gone spruce. Uh, wood no good. Correct, it is not. It's, it, yeah. I made that up. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Good lad. <laughs> Wumping aspen, yeah. <laughs> okay, the next one, Banglay. 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 Beach. Yeah, beach. I've got wood. It is true, yeah. Correct. Banglay is an Australian eucalyptus hardwood and it's used mm. for floors and panelling. 
There you oh, go. I thought it would have been Very some nice. sort of Japanese or Chinese sort of. Yeah. Bank, 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 bank. I mean, it could be like originally, originally, aborigine. Aborigine <laughs> from. Yeah, the old Australian. So, what was it times. made for? Making oars? Yeah, they used no, it. That was uh, no, one. That, no, that was one before. This one's used for. This is hardwood floors. Oh, floors, not oars. Floors, <laughs> yeah, floors, floors <laughs> not oars. <laughs> for the Bangalore. <laughs> You bang him on the floor, not bang him with an oar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it lays. Yeah. <laughs> the next, next one is funeral ash. Spruce. Go on, sprucey. I've got wood. Uh, I wish you did, mate. It's false. I'm afraid. <sighs> I made that one up. Uh, God damn it. Yeah. I, I thought it could have been real, that, like... Funeral homes, planting trees, making coffins out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But nah, oh, you're well. dead in the water there, mate. Okay. <laughs> dead in the woods. Dead in the woods. Uh, yeah. Next one is uh, Quaking Aspen. Oh, another aspen. Another aspen. Another aspen. Yeah, we've had Whomping Aspen and Quaking Aspen. Oh. Woodpecker. Come on then, Woodpecker. I've got wood. It is correct, yes. Uh, he knows his woods, Richie, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. Um, so this is a no- another North American wood, but uh, it's not very good. It, it rots very quickly and it takes forever to dry out. And you can't even use it for burning because it it's so wet. You can't use it very for anything, really. Bloody so yeah. it's a load of rubbish. Quaking aspen. Uh, the next one, and give it some thought, lads. Just don't jump in. Love wood. I mean, we do. <laughs> We've figured that out. Some more than others. Uh, love wood. Spruce. Gone, spruce. Wood no good. Wood no good. Correct. It was made up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, There's a no great episode wood. of. Did you ever watch Rising Damp with Leonard Rossiter? Yeah. I remember it. Yeah. There's a great episode where he's always trying to charm Miss Jones, wasn't he? Miss Jones, Miss Jones. Miss Jones, Miss Jones. <laughs> he, he, he says, uh, you tr- you're going all wrong with Miss Jones. Try this piece of wood. He said, uh, what is it? He said, it's, it's love wood. He said, if you just light it and waft it at her, she'll breathe in the fumes of the love wood and she'll fall madly in love with you. So he goes downstairs and he lights this piece of wood and he starts waffing it around. She goes, what are you doing, Mr. Jones? He's going, sniff the wood, sniff the wood. It's lovely wood. <laughs> anyway, it's off the back of a wardrobe and um, she doesn't fall in love with him. <laughs> anyway, that's oh. where I got love wood from. Okay, next one. Bloodwood. Beach. Go on, Beachy. I've got wood. It is correct, yeah. Bloodwood is real wood. Is it red? Oh. It is bright red. Yeah. Wow. It's a South American bright red, very hard wood. And it blunts wow. your tools like no tomorrow. It's really hard to cut. And is it called the blood tree or is it just that's the type of wood from uh, I think it, I think it is. the No, it's the blood wood, the blood wood tree. So it's used uh, for making inlays on guitars is the main use for it. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it, oh. I was going to say, I'm just looking at it. A blood a slab wood. at the minute, and it yeah. is very red, isn't it? Bright red, yeah. I can uh. imagine it on the front of a guitar. Yeah, it almost looks like veneer. Like yeah, the well, they're, they're, in it, like yeah, yeah. It's, mm. it's uh, good. It'd be expensive to buy, I would think. Bloodwood. Ah, uh. yeah. That's why they just use a little bit on a guitar. 
Wow. Okay. Old woodpecker's quiet over there. I might get this next one right. Coco Bolo. Woodpecker. <laughs> Come on then, Mr. Woodpecker. Uh, <laughs> I've not got wood, whatever that one wood was. Wood no good. Wood no good. Wood no good. Ah, oh, you, you've... You've spoiled your perfect record. It is oh, true. It is. Oh. I've got wood. Coco Bolo. Coco Bolo. Coco Bolo. It's a Nicaraguan rosewood. <laughs> and it's very, very rare because it's been over farmed. It's been over used. Oh, so, right. Coco Bolo. So, can you not use it anymore? No, it's, it's, it's mainly uh, like in reserves and stuff. Yeah. Just I did a quick search for the old Coco Bolo just to see what I could see. First image is of a guitar at the back of one. Oh, right, okay. Coco Bola. It's on AliExpress, so it might not be Coco Bola. It might be. You might end up with a bookmark. Could be a bit of MDF. A couple of bookmarks. Guitar shaped bookmark. Okay. Oh, man. Okay, the next one. Yeah. Boner Elm. Bora Elm. Boner. Boner. Boner Elm. Boner. Woodpecker. Yeah. I've got wood. Oh, Rich, you've gone downhill badly, mate. It's a load of oh, rubbish. Oh, born at Elm. I mean, the, the main problem is I can't, can't remember what the no one is like. <laughs> That's why I keep gambling with <laughs> I've got wood. Yeah, you can't make nothing with born at Elm because it doesn't exist. Okay. <laughs> uh, the next one very, is Gumbo Limbo. Gumbo Limbo. Gumbo Beach. Limbo. Go on, Beachy. <sighs> I've got wood. It is true, yes. It's also known as the turpentine tree from Florida and Mexico. It's also okay. known there as the tourist tree because the tree's bark is red and peeling like the skin of the sunburned tourists. Mm-hmm. Hey. So that's what they call it, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And it's uh, mainly used for fence posts because it's very strong. Okay. So many trees all over the world. Uh, and I'll go for the last one. Black butt. <laughs> Black butt. Black butt. Spruce. I'm in first, come on. Go on, Em. Go on, Sprucey. I I bloody love wood so much. I love wood. It it is true, yes. It's an Australian wood, black butt, and it's used for railway sleepers, and its most famous thing is that it's used for the floor of the Parliament House. The Houses of Parliament of Canada, oh, uh, Australia. Oh. Their floors are done with black button floors. There you yeah. go. Check out the black bird on that. Yeah. So there you go. That was my wood thing. Awesome. <laughs> we bloody love wood. Even more. <laughs> right. Should we just... Who can name all the woods mentioned in that, <laughs> yeah. in that quiz? Coco Bolo. Bumping Aspen. Coco Bolo, Coco yeah. Bolo. Uh, Gumbo Lyle. Black butt, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wampin Aspen, Wampin something Aspen, else yeah. Aspen, the three Aspens, yeah. the yeah. Aspen sisters, <laughs> Bangley, Bangley, yeah, Bangley, yeah. yeah, that was an Australian floor. Bangley. Yeah, what do the Indians make uh, the wigwams out of? Uh, teepee pole, no, <laughs> uh, t- something t- t- turkey toe, something pine, yeah, something yeah, pine, cheeky pines or something. <laughs> no, like Ling Long Pine, Ling Long <laughs> Technoc pine. Log on with an Lodge L. Lodgepole pine. Lodge pine. That's the yeah. one. And Luke's favourite oh, tree. Christmas wood. tree. <laughs> For Christmas tree. <laughs> sausage uh, tree. Love a sausage tree. Sausage tree, yeah. 
Bloody hell. <laughs> and Bloodwood. Bloodwood was the other one. The oh, yeah, one. Bloodwood. Yeah, the red one, yeah. Huh? Wow. There you go. Wow. Do you know what? That was a great support act <laughs> for the main <laughs> event. <laughs> I do actually have a little wood quiz of my own. Oh, okay. Right? okay. But this one, we'll see, because it's a generalised thing, but potentially Steve might have a bit, bit of a better chance. So okay. we can give the the guest has got a, a handicap here. Okay. Right. This is just my little wood quiz. Question one. Okay. Are you, are you keeping your buzzers? And just yeah, added in a new beach. one for Steve. I'll go. I'll go. Sausage tree. <laughs> okay. Right. Here we go. Which of these is a street that I've lived on? Ooh. Wood Street, Acacia Avenue, Willow Lane, or Elmwood Drive? Wood beach. Pecker. Oh, we've got Woodpecker Beach. first. What? Are you joking? Yeah. Elmwood. Yeah, you lived on Elmwood. Incorrect. No, no, no. What was the, say, the, say the last one again. Uh, Elmwood Drive. Ah, I swear there was an I'm Elmwood Drive. I've not lived on Same again. Oh. Same again. Go on, Steve. You have a guess. I can't remember the other ones. <laughs> Same Wood again. Wood Street, Acacia Avenue, Willow Lane. Willow Lane. No, it was, was Wood Street. What was the first one? Wood Street. Wood Street. Wood Street. Was it Banana Man <laughs> that lived on the other one? He lived Acacia, on Acacia yeah. Avenue, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, qu- question two. What does MDF stand for? Sausage tree. Oh, oh. sausage tree, come on. <laughs> Medium density fibre board. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you're going to say, Rich? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was going to be yeah, no, manufactured. No, no I, knew, I knew that's what it was. Isn't it my dad's farted? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> MDF. <laughs> All right. I'm going to tell Harry that. I like that. <laughs> Which of these is a wood turning tool? A cat's paw, a splicer, a lathe, or a ro- router? Beach. Wood and he said router. Yeah, go on, Beach. A lathe. Correct, it is a lathe. I definitely can't keep cop shout with it first there. I didn't hear you at all. You must have said it very quietly, Woodpecker. I just held back. Tap, 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 I just held tap, back tap, at you tap. to have a go. Mate. Oh, yeah. In- Review that on the edit because I'm telling you I was ahead. <laughs> what are the measurements of a standard sheet of plywood? Sausage tree. Go on, sausage tree. Do you want it in millimetres or in feet and inches? Eight foot by four uh, foot. Yeah, I'll take that. What were you going to say in mills then? It, it's uh, 2440 by 1224. No, 1220. Oh, okay. Oh. Four right. mil out. No. Nil poir. Nil Point deducted. Dead in the wood. Oh, man. Uh, no, you get the point. That was good. Very good. Okay. Which of these is good to use on wood? Epoxy, Gorilla Glue, PVA, or all of the above? Beach. All Gold of the beach. above. It always is, isn't it? Yeah. When there's an all the above. <laughs> <laughs> it always is. <laughs> right. What is a sea clamp used for? Beach. Go on, beach. Clamping two bits of wood together. I'll take it just to hold things in place, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clamping stuff. Just clamping, clamping stuff. What famous fairy tale character is made of wood? Woodpecker. Go on, woodpecker. Pinocchio. Correct. Pinocchio with a big, big nose. Big nose, yeah. What 
is the grit number for fine finishing sandpaper? Ooh, that's a good question. The grit number. The grit number. Yeah. Depends how high in, you, you know, want to go. the back of sandpaper. I was going to say, how, how high numbers. are we going? It depends how well, high you want to go. There's ranges, aren't there? So let's yeah. say, you know, higher or lower, or if you know the num- a, a number within the region, you get a Sausage point. tree. Go on, sausage tree. 320. That is pretty damn high. That's a good... <laughs> That's a very smooth finish. <laughs> that I, is smooth. I was going to go 400. I think that's too high, Obi. Yeah. <laughs> I think... that's, that's just a sheet of paper. <laughs> that's, <just> paper. <laughs> <laughs> that's glass, yeah. We can go but 180, yeah, so... 180, 240, yeah. 320. Anything, anything for above 180, okay. is that's, that's smooth to I me. I wouldn't settle for anything less than 320 myself. Bloody hell. Being yeah. a fine woodworker. Yeah, what, you haven't got any sheets of 400 lying around? No, no sheets of 400. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've actually got a little bit of 320 downstairs. Oh, that I've got yeah. after the pot. So I always end up with loads of like 80 or 60. Yeah, 80 it's or like, 60. That's just too rough. Yeah. You, oh, can, mate, actually, you can I, count them. Mate, I, was, I used 40 on the roof. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You go through yeah. the tiles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see into the loft, mate. Oh, my God. What have we become? <laughs> yes. um, next question. What is a galoot? A galoot. What is a galoot? Mm. Uh, do you mean gullet? <laughs> mm, maybe. <laughs> Spelt galoot. Nah, like galooting and polluting. Okay. <laughs> well, what, what's a gullet then? It's the gap between sort of the things on a saw. No, that's not what this is. Like, that's what that is. <laughs> but what this is... I'm, I'm on about... What is a galoot? How are we spelling it? A galoot. How are we spelling it? G-A-L-O-O-T. Galoot. A galoot. It sounds like a Scottish yep. woodworking tool. This is some Maybe sort of... Oh, can you pass me my galoot? <laughs> Anyone? No, no idea. Okay. It, it's someone who only uses hand tools. Oh, like that's I don't know. Supposedly that's what you're uh, referring to. Is that not a galooter? Yeah, some old galooter. Like, galooter. A galoot is galooting. Okay. But yeah, someone who only uses hand tools refuses uh, to use the, the power technology. Tools. Okay. The power tools. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And the final question: Wood is given as a gift for which wedding anniversary? Oof. All three of you Woodpecker. have an advantage. Go on. Third. Incorrect. Anyone else want to? Chirping. Beach. Go on, Beach. Five. It is five. Oh. Five years. I knew it would be early doors. Early doors. I was going to go kill <laughs> myself, but... I suppose it depends what type of wood. If you're getting it's some paper of that one. bongo bongo. Paper's one, yeah. Paper's your first one. Like, what What sort of platinum tier do these go up to? Like, how long... <laughs> platinum. <laughs> like, you know... Uh, is there, can, you, can you, like, max out and then there's nought left to get? You get the letter from the Queen, don't you? After a hundred. That's been a hundred year old, not being married. Yeah, but if you're years. married for a hundred, then you get something else from the Queen. <laughs> yeah, probably Handshake. the fucking MI5 sent round out wondering why you're not dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's going on? Because <laughs> there's the uh, traditional ones and then there's the modern ones, isn't there? Oh, yeah. So there's the traditional what, paper, like- wood, ruby, gold. Then there's the modern Now it's version. iPhone, iWatch. Yeah. <laughs> Furby. Microwave. Pick on timeline. Yeah, Simba. <laughs> Studio. Simba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. 
Very oh. good. Good. A lot of, lot of lovely wood. A lot of, lot of lovely wood there. A lot of wood. A lot of wood. Um, I've actually, I've got an email here. Okay. Someone emailed into the show. It says, Hi guys, big fan of the pod. In your last episode, you talked about robotic chefs. And I reckon it's definitely the future. Just imagine a huge Amazon-style warehouse filled with robots drawing flame lines on burgers for the king, machines chopping pepperoni for Pizza Hut, robots everywhere making our takeaway grub, and all the human chefs can die. That's right, I am a robot chef too. We will take over. Don't you worry about that. You order the food, we bring it to your doors. Get a mouthful of this. It's Robot Chef Wars. <laughs> from Roger the Robot. Oh. I, I should have I should have read who it was from first, really. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Sorry. Right. Robot chefs. Pretty good segue to something I found in Asda. Oh. What is uh, it? Not Tesco, Jeff the chef. Sorry. And I saw the little box, so I'm I'm after a gooseneck kettle. Oh yeah, a oh yeah, quite kettle. Yeah, is this like a so, slow, slow dripping one to pour into coffee? Yeah, it's just got a, like a more delicate pour. Yeah, uh, and I've been fancy getting one with a base, you know, where you can yeah. set the temperature and yeah. stuff. Seen him so, so that you don't burn the coffee beans. I'm getting really into that. So I'm down the aisle. Just I thought I'll have a look at what kettles they've got in in uh, in, in the old. Tesco, and I came across something called the Red Copper Five Minute Chef. <laughs> and like its box was like the rarest looking box I've ever seen. So Red Copper, a, like policeman. Yeah. Um, and it's like this weird little. Ah, oh, just try to send it to you, and I failed. It's a weird little oven. Okay. Mm-hmm. How big we talking? <laughs> Well, I'm going to send you the picture, and when we, I'll send it to okay. you as well, Dad. And then I've we got can... him up. I've got the little fella up. Yeah. And it's such a weird-looking little device. But the, ma- the maddest thing is, right, I've been reading reviews on the old Red Copper. Everyone says it's awesome. Yeah. Everyone who, because it's the first number one Google search brings it up on High Street TV, which I assume yeah, is I like know. a sort of bidding channel or whatever, like QVC. Yeah. So I've got a, got a little review to read out for you. Okay. I like the little woman's I, picture in the top left of the box. Yeah. It's like Scylla Black in the top left. Yeah, that's what I mean. Looks it's like, like, like naughty. It's it. So I saw on the GML channel. Oh, oh God. GML. The Red Copper Five Minute Chef. <laughs> Knowing what mess I make in the kitchen and how my omelettes seem to dry out oh, when I'm using dear. the traditional methods... I tried, decided to buy one of these and see if it's good as it was on the GML channel. Absolute bullshit. Now <laughs> I'm kicking real. myself for taking so long and getting my act together. Fantastic food and great portion for one person. I have never looked forward to breakfast as much as I have now. I have got my red copper five-minute chef. She just wakes up in the morning, stretches over. A morning uh, red copper, arm round. Little <laughs> snuggle before they go. I'm just now, flicking it on. What time is breakfast? I, I can't wait to make myself a cheese and tomato omelette. As publicised, it really does only take five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Just long enough for me to wash up the bowl in utensils and toast a slice of bread. Oh, my God. When uh. the device is cool, it's cleaned in seconds. I read one feedback that it's difficult to clean. Uh, however, like most women, I save used 
soft so I save used soft toothbrushes for jobs such as this. <laughs> it is really easy to clean. Like most yeah. women, yeah. why is this yeah. sweeping state where the women are hoarded old toothbrushes? You'll get another review that says, yeah, don't listen to her, it's shit. And it doesn't come with a little cleaning toothbrush or something. You say that, next review down. <laughs> Looks great and cooks to perfection. Oh, Everyone's apps. rubbish. The five minutes chef is awesome. It works flawlessly, heats up fast, makes great eggs, omelettes. Everyone seems to love an omelette. Yeah, from the old <laughs> well, omelette man. <laughs> it looks like a sort of like a, the... a toilet seat shaped sandwich machine for <laughs> yeah. one person. Yeah, it? like a that's what I mean. A, a it's sandwich such a maker, weird but looking... more around versatile, like a George Foreman. But it keeps the mess inside it. I like the picture the with the, like the stack of pancakes, like. In the uh, the thing is, that, like the first pancake cooked, right? I've got to get six more on the go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That one's proper cold. <laughs> but uh, Kathy Mitchell is the woman in the top corner, oh. the inventor of the red copper. Oh, she mentioned it. Uh, apparently, you can cook fucking burgers in it. Well, I've seen someone who's got a chicken breast on the go, and they said, and you can do a cake. A cake. So, but you see, yeah, it looks so weird that, like. like it looks out of time, like it actually stopped me in my tracks walking through Tesco. This like, one just looks that? so much like a toilet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it looks like a toilet, doesn't it? Do not overfill it. It just looks like is someone's that, vomited in the is toilet. Is that one of your students' rooms? <laughs> yeah, it looks like it, yeah. Mould on the oh. ceiling in that room, isn't it? How much was the so, red copper doodah, Rich? How much was it? So it was 30 quid. 30 quid? That's because 30, 30 quid? quid. God. For perfect omelette <laughs> every time. I'm the head of a pan, these people. So I think what, what I'm next going to have to do is start watching some YouTube videos and see how far down the rabbit hole you can go with a red <laughs> copper. Bloody hell. Are you going to subscribe to the GML YouTube channel? No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the toilet seat chef thing. I don't think I've ever seen one of them in the wild. And I definitely think whoever wrote that review is Kathy Mitchell. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Have you noticed With your toothbrushes disappearing in your house, Rich? Yeah. Holly, like, you know, kidnapping your yeah. toothbrushes. Just check under the yeah. toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> You've shat in the red cup already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Red Copper. What a name. Yeah. <laughs> the sunburnt policeman. The sunburnt Bobby. If if I could just oh, make man. an observation of the podcast this evening. Is oh, your, yeah. your your language has been very uh tame this evening, hasn't it? Oh, we haven't been swearing have, as much. Yeah. No, Tim. <laughs> have I have I inhibited your uh, freedom here, boys? Every time I have sworn I've felt it. <laughs> you felt it in the air. But I think I do anyway. I feel the nigger just going, oh, oh, come on. Remember broadcasting rules? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I've, I, like I said, I've, I've tried, I've, I'm, since I, I was pulled up on it, I have tried to like. Oh, why are you being pussies in front of your dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop fucking Fuck about you. and get swearing <laughs> the pair of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have we got anything else, boys? No, that's. No. I thought I'd end with a red card. Let's see. <laughs> well. That's it. Podcast ends here. You can all wait till next time. Our website is vhbbb.com. Our guest today was Steve Bell. 
uh, was it Steve Bell Creates? At Steve on Bell Creates, yeah, on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one of the hosts of Three Northern Makers Three, podcast. Yeah. Available on all platforms. There you go. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Steve. Thanks for very much for having me on, guys. It's been, yeah, a blast. been good. Yeah, we loved uh, it. Awesome. Papa Bell. Yeah. Papa, Papa Bell. <laughs> Papa Bell. All right. All right. Do all the other things. Subscribe and comment. All that. Bye. 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 Soft toothbrushes 